On your Gaydar discussing all things LGBT, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all socials. Welcome to On Your Gaydar with myself, Kaylee Golden. Of course, my best friend, Sherelle Smith, is here as well. Hey, girl. Hello. And then we're joined by the very beautiful Cara Chang. Hello, my dear. Hello from sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> so, can you give us a little bit of a description about who you are, where you come from? Yeah, so my name is Cara Chang. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Uh, I graduated from UCLA in 2016. Uh, I grew up in Texas, but now I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm a Taiwanese-American trans woman, and I'm a comedian and health educator. How, how does it differ being a comedian and then being uh, working in the health industry as well? Oh, it's a really interesting question. Um, it definitely gives you an interesting perspective. It gives you a lot of stories, um, you know, so I never, I'm never lacking in material. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's just another avenue of just serving the community um, as a health educator, but even as a comedian, you know, being able to use my voice in order to um, raise awareness on certain issues and also just um, bring visibility to the community. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about visibility and raising awareness. But the first thing I would love to know is what was your coming out story? How was that for you? Oh, great question. Oh, my coming out story. Um, so you never really come out just once. Um, so I grew up as tech in Texas as a gay boy um, and got bullied a lot, um, got death threats, um, was told that I was never going to amount to anything, that I was yeah. fated for failure. You know, and just having kind of all that negative messaging, it really messes with you. And so I spent a lot of years of my life just trying to hide myself, just trying to really survive, you know, just really trying to do all things to blend in, you know, walk a certain way, talk a certain way, you know, don't like feminine things. So I suppressed myself for a very long time. Um, so I came to college when I went to UCLA. Um, that was a time for me really to just kind yeah. of more express my inner femininity and realize that there's nothing wrong with being feminine and that the way that I was raised, you know, as boys, you know, boys are raised to, told, to be told that to be feminine is the last thing that you should ever aspire to. And coming into college and realizing that, no, I had it, I needed to embrace my inner femininity. Um, you know, there's a strength to femininity. And so coming into college and then first identifying as non-binary and then now as a proud trans woman that I am today. Oh, okay. It's very interesting because as you said, it's like you come out twice, there's a lot of trans people that I know and a lot of the time they do first just come out as gay. Some even come out as bisexual to begin with and then gay and then trans. Do you think that, what advice would you give to someone that maybe is saying that they're gay but in their heart they know that they're trans? What advice would you give to them right now? Honestly, take your time. People come out at their own pace. Um, only you can choose when you choose. Um, only you can choose when you decide to come out. Um, it's not something else that someone can decide for you. Um, and if anybody has anything to say about you, who gives a flying fuck? You know, like no one gets to define who you are. Um, you know, it's a trial and error. You know, sometimes for a while, one label is going to fit better for you. But you know, if you realize that you know what, this is not what I wanted at all, then that's your own agency, and no one can tell you otherwise. So really, take your time with it. Be, feel free to explore. Don't feel um, don't feel afraid of of being unsure or being messed up because um, yeah, in this world we're just people trying to figure ourselves out in the world, and um, that's probably the most human thing you can do is trial and error. So, uh, I have a question for you actually. 
Um, what would you, in your definition, what would you say does it mean to be a trans person? Yeah, so being a trans person is someone who does not define, um, who doesn't identify with the sex that they were assigned at birth. And so with that, that means you could be a trans man, trans woman, um, gender non-binary, gender non-conforming. Um, there's a multitude of genders. And so it's just um, identifying as a gender outside of the sex that you were assigned at birth. Okay. And um, at what point in your life did you feel like, maybe I might be transgender? Or I might be, like, I'm, I wasn't really born to be a man. I was meant to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think looking back at my childhood, there might have been instances, but, you know, denial is a very real thing. And so, you know, like, I could say, like, oh, I, I, like, I grew up liking Hello Kitty or trying on my mom's high heel shoes, which is, you know, a common narrative. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you, you can like feminine things or like feminine clothing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you identify as a woman. Yeah. And so I think in Texas, you know, like, even being gay was a very taboo thing. Yeah. And so um, we didn't have those options. So it wasn't until I came to Los Angeles um, and realized that there was more identities other than just gay or bi and that there was um, room to, you know, play around with my gender expression. Yeah. So I didn't actually come out as trans until I was um, 20. Really? So it's been a, yeah, <laughs> so it's been a very slow day. <laughs> I think for me, um, lately there's been a lot of eyes on the trans community in the sense that with Black Lives Matter, Black trans lives matters also came off the back of that. And as an ally myself, I'm kind of looking at what I can do to do more. Um, what advice would you give to like me, Sherelle, and other allies that want to help the trans community, but we just don't know how to? What can we do? Right, so thank you for uh, mentioning that. Um, it's important to note that in 2020, at least 26 trans or gender non-conforming people have been killed in the United States. And those are the only ones that are known or reported. And so we've been saying Black Lives Matter, we've been saying Black Trans Lives Matter, at least in the communities, for as long as it has been an issue. Because trans people have always been here. This isn't a new thing. And we have always existed. Yeah. But it's just now that we're living in a time where we're the most visible that we've ever been. But visibility by itself is not enough. We're the most visible that we've ever been. Yet at the same time, the, the rates of violence against trans people are also at an all-time high. And so for allies of the trans community, it's really important just to use your voices, to use your privilege. What good is privilege if it's not being used to elevate others? And so when you see things that are homophobic or transphobic, that you are calling it out and bringing attention to it. Because the trans community has always been there for y'all. And so it's really time for um, people who are cisgender or heterosexual or just allies to the trans community to really come up and show up for us. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Absolutely. And as you said, the trans community has been there for us. It was trans women that, that let us have our rights to have pride, in, especially here with Stonewall and everything. Right. So even, I think some people don't realise as well that there's transphobia within the actual LGBTQ plus community. And thousand and we have to break that down like even you can't just assume that because you're gay that oh okay but trans aren't part of the community and we don't care for trans people it don't work like that we need to protect trans lives it's so so important because for some strange crazy reason it's like sometimes trans people are looked at as the bottom of society and i don't understand that i don't i don't i don't get it 
but whatever we can do to raise yeah. awareness and make sure that trans lives are being protected we need to do it seriously yeah thank you for saying that. that's very important yeah it's really um some people find it very surprising when they hear that there's a lot of um that there's a disconnect in the community you know but what i say is that Literally, the LGBTQ acronym, it's like alphabet soup, you know, it's ever expanding and it's just lumping everyone who is not heterosexual or cisgender into one ever expanding acronym. Yeah. And so people are really surprised to hear that there is a disconnection or that there is conflict between the different identities. But that's what happens when you lump everyone else into one big overarching community. Gender expression, sexual orientation, gender identity, these are all separate things. And obviously with that comes, you know, its own set of hurdles and hoops to jump through, but also, um, yeah, there's just differences. Yeah. I have I have previously heard people say that trans people shouldn't be part of the LGBTQ community because as you said, it's, a, it's an identity, a gender identity rather than a sexual orientation. Do you think that, that um, trans people should be included within LGBTQ plus? So I think it's important to make the distinction that gender identity and sexual orientation are separate things. But at the same time, I still don't, I still think that it belongs in the community because at the same time, like we said, the trans community is at its most vulnerable, and you know, in a lot of cases, it's at the bottom rung of society. Um, we've been there supporting people of different sexual orientations this entire time, and people who have gender identities also have a sexual orientation. So when it means to be queer, what it means to be trans, there are definitely intersections that we really need to explore and really, really need to support one another. Um, and because the trans community is so vulnerable, we definitely need people to show up. And so I think to separate the trans community from all the other communities in the beautiful rainbow flag, um, I feel like it would be doing a huge disservice to us because without y'all, we're not going to get anywhere and we really need y'all to show up for us in the same ways that we have shown up for y'all. Yes, yes. And we will show up. We will. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be ready. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ask away, girl. Have you ever faced any problems, like any? No, I don't want to say altercations, but like any like backlash from other people from the way that you try you choose to live your life. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 quite. Um, oof, girl, it's a struggle. Um, I am a survivor of um, sexual violence. Um, I have been harassed, I've been chased down streets, um, you know, just for opening my mouth. Um, you know, sometimes because I am, a, I am a trans woman, but I am fairly passable, um, you know, to the naked eye. Um, but the moment I open my mouth, that's when people, you know, realize like, like, oh shit, you know, like, oh, she's trans or, oh, that's a man. And so I have been subject to violence just when I'm, you know, I'm just going about my everyday life, you know, and sometimes it's not even that dramatic, you know, yeah. sometimes it's even so simple as going to the grocery store and saying thank you to the grocer. And then like, you know, the grocer um, has a deer in the headlight moments of, oh shit, you know, like, oh, when in actuality is I'm just living, going about my everyday life. Yeah. And so there is this pressure for trans people to really, um, to pass or, you know, adhere to cis normative or um, Western beauty ideals or standards. When in actuality, we're just living our life were viewed as being deceptive or that we're trying to trick people yeah. when in actuality we're just people who work your average nine to five job who are just trying to be ourselves and just get get ahead in the world you know yeah i understand that megan fox has not forced gender roles onto her son do you think that this is something all parents should consider within raising children 
Um, in terms of gender roles, uh, I could I could see the merit in not raising your child with gender roles per se. Yeah. Meaning, you know, like men could like you know boys can learn how to cook or make clothing, and um, women should be able to learn how to fix things. You know, like that that that's things that um, you know I can see the merit in that. But at the same time, you know, I don't think it's about um, eradicating gender. Um, for a lot of people, gender is a very necessary thing, um, even for you know binary trans people. Yeah. Um, in binary people in general, gender is a very necessary um, and real thing. And so it's not about um, eradicating that or doing away with it entirely. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, like I think to raise a boy saying that boy is a blue color, I think that can be a very damaging thing. Yeah. And so I don't necessarily think it's about not raising someone um, with um, no gender, um, but just kind of uh, allowing all gender um, expressions and activities to be celebrated. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I think it is. Like, I've said and made the decision within myself that when I have children, it's going to be the case of, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to educate you on the different options and every single one of them is okay. It's just education at the end of the day. I think everything's just education. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Education is (laughs) Thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, where can everyone check out like your comedy work? Uh, yeah, best way to check me out is just on my Instagram at Courageous. That's K-A-R-A-G-E-O-O-U-S on Instagram. Lovely. Also, something that I did want to ask you as well um, is being mm-hmm. a comedian and being someone that's out there, um, as you mentioned earlier about trans visibility, do you think that it's important to you to make sure you're going out there and having these conversations or do you feel like you shouldn't have to um so i will say that you know i identify as um as an activist and so um so that's not to say that all trans people are meant to be activists you know there are definitely people who just want to live their best lives um Mm -hmm. and not necessarily have to educate you know and that is their right you know but as an activist you know the reason why i love doing the work that i do and being a comedian is that i'm really putting a face to an issue a lot of people have never knowingly met a trans person. And so I'm a person to really open their minds and really open their hearts. Um, I'm putting a face to an issue and I'm giving to a voice to a community that has been systemically silenced. And so um, not all trans people are meant to be activists, um, but for the people that are doing the work, that are doing the activism, um, it is the heart of their work. Thank you so much for joining us, so much. Of course. Thank yeah, thank you for having me. Pleasure, you've edu- you have literally gave like you just came and you spit back <laughs> and educated so many people like there's a lot of people that don't know a lot about these things and when you when you explain it it just helps that a little bit more and it helps people just i don't know maybe not be such dicks about situations literally right people aren't you know and some people aren't knowingly dicks yeah. you know like they're well is that terrible to say that they're unknowingly dicks? <laughs> that they're—I didn't mean to be a dick. I just naturally am one. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's more that people just are un- just ignorant. That's the word. People are just ignorant, and they just go about it, and they don't know that some of the things that they're saying is like can affect people. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be saying that. But when someone does pull you up on it, that's when you need to say, do "You know what? I put my hands <laughs> up. I didn't know. I'm going to do the right thing now." I think that's what we've learned with all kinds of equality, whether it's been in Black Lives Matter, whether it's fighting for trans lives or anything. It's just a case of when you are corrected, just put your hands up and say, do you know what, I'm sorry. I didn't, oh, yeah. didn't realise and I'm going to go educate myself. 
it's just mm-hmm. simple. Yeah, right. And that's why we need your allies. Yeah, we are here. We. Yeah. Well, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I know y'all are. On your gaydar spotlight. Be sure to follow us on social media. It's at on your gaydar across all social media. And this is the part of the podcast that we like to spotlight um, an LGBTQ plus platform, event, um, person, just anyone that we really think is doing their thing and really needs some credit and just needs to be shouted out, to be honest. Um, I'm joined right now with M from Four Girls. I'm so glad to be speaking to you. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be on your pod. This is actually my first podcast. I've actually never been invited onto one, you know, so this is for... Oh yes, 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 yes. This is exciting, but I'm just, I'm just so glad to talk to you. To be honest, because of, um, I've loved the work that you've been doing, especially of course the charity T-shirt, which we're going to talk about. But first, you just want to give like an overview about what it is that your platform does. Um. So. Four Girls was um, an idea that really applied in my brain in 2018. Um, I was just in and out of the country for like academic reasons. And I'd always come back to London because London is home and like I'd go out with, you know, my friends in the the LGBT plus community. And I feel like there's nothing to do for us. Like there's literally nothing. So um, I always said, I'm going to do my own thing. And when I came back, I just, I guess, gave birth to to the seed that I kind of planted in my brain and here we are so 4G is basically the network for the girls you know my aim and my goal and everything I do is focused around giving women in the LGBT uh, plus women in the black sorry giving black women in the LGBT plus community more things that are more um, directed to them directed for them and just suited for what they want to hear and do and experience on a night out um, and it's really just an open invite to all the black girls who want to party, man, with love. Like, literally, that's really it. Something that I love the most about what it is that you do is the fact of when you say that you're for black women, you're for all black women, including trans black women. And a lot of the time within the community, people accept the LGB, but completely ignore right. it. They just ignore trans people and you don't do that and that's why i have so much respect for your platform yeah why is it important to you to make sure that you include include the tea to be honest because a lot of people don't <laughs> you got you always got to include the tea everyone likes a bit of tea but um really and truly for me to say i represent black women i feel like it'll be ridiculous um for me not to include all black women and who am i to define who and what is not a woman or who it is or is not a woman. So if these individuals, these beautiful individuals, individuals want to classify themselves as women and you want to be part of this community that, you know, I happen to be born into, but you want to now join, join it. We are not God. We are not, are not kings or queens of this earth to rule or to dictate who and who cannot be part of a community. And I feel like people forget that. We're all human at the end of the day and we all deserve love and respect and we all deserve to be welcomed and feel welcomed as a community. So all black women, trans, straight, lesbian, um, even non-binary because you have some non-binary women who still, you know, prefer female pronouns compared to um, male pronouns, whatever that may be. If you feel like you're a woman, my event and what I do is for you. 
Yes, it's so important. And let's talk about the charity t-shirts as well. I'm so grateful that you sent one to me for me to promote because it's such an important message. More than welcome. And for me, with everything going on in the world, especially Black Lives Matter movement, sometimes people forget is that when we're saying Black Lives Matter, it's all black lives. We're not just selective of saying, oh, it's just straight black lives but, or it's just um, bisexual right. or just lesbians. It's it's black lives matter as a whole and black trans lives are so unprotected in this world that it's heartbreaking. Um, right. Tell me about right. how the process of making the T-shirt. Um. So... I, at first, I, I didn't even know how I wanted to go about the t-shirt. I just know I wanted to do something um, for black trans women. Um, and then I thought, you know, why not? Everyone likes a good t-shirt, innit? Like, everyone likes a good t-shirt. So the t-shirt came about and I was like, okay, what am I going to put on this t-shirt? So then I thought, let me um, maybe perhaps make kind of like a homage to like maybe those who have passed through, um, you know, transphobia. So maybe like, you know, recognize all these people who have experienced kind of like um, physical abuse or mental abuse or whatever that may be because of their life choices. But at the same time, I didn't want to um, put a negative damp on a life that needs to be celebrated, a community that needs to be celebrated, a voice that needs to be heard. So then I thought, nah, scrap that. We're gonna just make a top and we're gonna make it cute. And we're gonna give money to um, an organization that supports what we're trying to do. And that's why I hit up Black Moody Boy, um, excellent artist, beautiful individual, and he helped me create um, the top we see today, and that is actually available for sale on Four Girls Big Cartel, um, link in our Instagram bio, so you can grab that when and if you please. But yeah, I felt like, I don't know, like like you said, that community is always muted, it's always disregarded, and I don't like that. Um, like I said, I want to be a voice for... Um, subgroups that feel like they're not being heard and like I said again those transgender women are women they are part of the sisterhood that I represent and the sisterhood I do my events for so it'd be crazy for me not to be that voice and be that and be that shoulder and be that support system for them if I can be I just I love and respect it so much and the t-shirt when I say it's fire like not gonna lie I'm gonna be honest sometimes when when there's don't gas my team I am gonna gas it because sometimes when people make t-shirts and it's for charity charity events or whatever you you pay you pay the money for the t-shirt because you think it's the right thing to do I'm gonna do it but you may it ends up just in your drawer you end up just wearing it maybe as a as a PJ t-shirt you don't go out in it this t-shirt I am wearing it with pride because it is fire like (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I would really recommend everyone purchase it. Definitely. I'm going to put the link in the description to this podcast so you can just literally just click on the link and and go and purchase a t-shirt because it's so, so, so important. Right, let everyone know where they can check out 4Girls. You can check out 4Girls on our Instagram. 4Girls, I spelled 4, number 4, G-R-L-Z-Z. Same for our Twitter um and yeah that's where you can find us we've also got a big cartel so if you guys want a t-shirt you want to support the cause you can find the link in both our twitter and our uh, insta bios right there so yeah man that's where you can find us thank you so much for talking to me thank you for having me this is fun on your gaydar discussing all things lgbt be sure to follow us on social media it's at on your gaydar across all socials